Hello and welcome to Stump Death and Taxes. This is Mary Pat Campbell, also known as Meep. And it's Holy Week, the last week of Lent. <laughs> You're like, what? Um, so a quick tangent. The intro music is the plain chant, Dies Irae, Dies Irae. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to sing. It's at the low end of my range, and I can't go down that low. Um, and it's Day of Wrath, O Day of Mourning. See fulfilled the prophet's warning, heaven and earth and ashes burning. And I'm not going to go through the whole text. It's a medieval um, poem that was set in plain chant, and you may know it better from, of course, Verity's Requiem, like, you know, and obviously I didn't use that for the podcast, scare the crap out of everybody. And then there's the much sweeter Mozartian version, and especially the Lacrimosa in his setting of the Requiem Mass. We don't do it anymore in the Catholic Church. And you're like, okay, what is this? This is the last week of Lent. But it's also the last week before tax day. And this is death and taxes. I'm talking about taxes today. Um, so we got one more week until you got to drop that check in the mail. And I am waiting until that last day, that day of wrath, that day of mourning, when I drop the check in the mail to the federal government and to the state of Connecticut. And I check every day. Yes, obviously, I filed my tax returns, you know, a few weeks ago, waiting to see if I get my tax refund from the state of New York. Um, I, I do have enough money to pay my taxes to Connecticut and uh, the feds, but I'm kind of squeezed to pay anybody else if I don't get the refund from New York. Um, so I'm waiting to see if I get the refund. If I don't, then, you know, I'll just put off the other bills until I do, um, and then drop the other checks in. So what do I actually want to talk about with regards to taxes? And what I want to talk about is the New York state budget, because where are my tax dollars going to? I could beat up on the federal government. I could beat up on the state of Connecticut because a lot of my money goes there too. But I want to beat up on New York because I'm kind of ticked. I'm going to go to the actual press release. Governor Hochul announces highlights of historic fiscal year 2023 New York State budget. Record investments. Oh, great investments. I hate when they use that word. In healthcare, education, housing, infrastructure, that is the Buffalo Bills Stadium, and the environment. Increases state reserves to 15% of state operating funds spending by 2025. That's not too bad. And strengthens public safety and government ethics oversight. That is the public uh, safety and they say oversight, but the, they also are undoing bail reform. That's not really the budget part I really want to talk about. Um, so historic. I love how they always say historic. Does that mean they're spending more money than they ever did before? Guys, that doesn't make me feel too great as the cow that is getting milked for this particular budget. Oh, but we get money from the federal government. Well, who do you think is feeding the federal government as well? Um, this does not make me feel great. 
And even if they're borrowing, I'm not that old. I'm not a boomer. I'm not going to die. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I'll get lucky and die before the bill comes due. But I'm probably going to have to pay for all of this some way or another. And if it's paying because of inflation, because you let the money printer rip, that doesn't make me feel great either. I've been posting a lot about mortality trends, and, and that doesn't make me feel great, but that really is my professional specialty as a life actuary. I have a lot of experience looking at this, and it is something that we specialize in, in that we're there to help life insurance companies and pension plans project mortality rates in the future. And it depends on the kind of product or the kind of mortality risk related promises we're making. Well, public finance, there's a lot of different kinds of professionals that are involved in doing projections with regards to public finance. Unfortunately, a lot of the people involved in public finance, obviously are politicians, but a lot of them, of course, work for the government and do not necessarily have an interest <laughs> aligned with the people who are providing the money that is going into the budget, especially not the taxpayers who have yet to be born. Now, I might not live in New York State in the future. Who knows? I've looked at moving even farther north, but that's unlikely to make my life cheaper. Uh, the colder it is, the more expensive it is to live because heating is more expensive than cooling. And of course, you can die faster from exposure to cold than exposure to heat. I'm not going to go into that one right now. So, so Governor Hochul, when I was sworn in, I promised that every decision I make will go through one lens. Is it the best deal for New Yorkers? Ah, never play retail, Governor. Okay, going back to her quote in the press release. This budget fulfills that promise and provides us with a blueprint for the short and long-term future. We have a once-in-a-generation opportunity. Uh, to not just bring relief to families and put more money in people's pockets today, but also to make historic investments in New Yorkers for years ahead. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, these investments, some of these are not really investments. Um, so investments, when they say investments, they mean capital spending. So spending on buildings, um, spending on things that require issuing bonds, um, that are going to be building over multiple years. Then there are there is spending that is operational spending. That is stuff like salaries. Okay, so you know the the one thing that everybody has been grabbing onto has been this Buffalo Bills Stadium subsidy that they have thrown money at the Buffalo Bills Stadium. And of course, this is not really all that popular. Obviously, most of the state of New York has no interest in the Buffalo Bills. This is essentially buying, it's buying votes upstate for Democrats, which is the way they buy votes upstate. So here's Buffalo Bills and the other way is prisons. 
They do state prisons upstate where they ship prisoners, state prisoners, mainly from the New York City area um, and other places in the state, but primarily from New York City, and shove them upstate. It makes it really difficult uh, for people to from New York City who have friends and family in these state prisons. And then there are various contracts of, you know, the phone lines so that they communicate with people. And then there, of course, are the prison guards that work in these prisons. And this is all a source of money for the communities around these state prisons upstate, because a lot of the industries that used to be based upstate and around the Erie Canal and around the Great Lakes no longer exist. That, that industry no longer exists for the large part because we don't have that heavy manufacturing base anymore. So the Democrats maintain some of their old ethnic, you know, voting base. And supposedly I would be part of that having an Irish Catholic background, though my Irish Catholics <laughs> moved down south and being Catholic in the Bible Belt. Yeah, that that goes in a different way politically. In any case, I don't really have any particular connection, especially to union labor up here. And the union labor got hollowed out to a certain extent. All of these infrastructure programs to build, you know, these building projects and stuff. Again, the union labor, it's a way to hang on to Democratic votes here in New York State. Shove a bunch of money at it. And there went my tax money. Huzzah. Lovely. That said, you know, some of the new Democrats that move into New York City may not appreciate this kind of old Democrat union political calculus and may not understand if they try to alienate some of these old bonds. So the state, you know, the state Albany, and thank goodness, you know, for the Democrats here in New York State, if they want to maintain uh, the state state legislature power, um, you know, that they are located in Albany and not New York City. Um, you know, they, they're still balancing this stuff. So let's see what the Empire, sorry, the Empire City for, oh, sorry, not Empire City, Empire Center for Public Policy, what they have to say. So this is their press release um, from April 8th. Spend, spend, spend. Empire Center weighs in on New York state budget. And I'm just reading it out loud. I'll put a link to this in the, um, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, this, I'm just going to link to this on the blog post so you can read the whole thing as you want. After nearly a week's delay, Governor Kathy Hochul has finally announced a budget deal. Though the legislature has yet to formally agree to most of it, the governor disclosed numerous specifics of the purported $220 billion deal. 
The comments below are based on budget information released so far, which is incomplete. So here's on taxes. The deal's $220 billion price tag includes a double digit hike in state operating spending. That's operating. The dollars the state must raise on its own for recurring expenditures subject to unpredictable growth. That means taxpayers are being set up for a hard fall. Unsustainable spending can only result in abrupt service cuts or counterproductive tax hikes, said Peter Warren, director of research at the Empire Center. Okay, the budget punts a billion dollars of public money toward a football stadium boondoggle that will primarily benefit team owners and the Building and Construction Trades Council. Sidelined from participation are most Buffalo area construction workers, those who don't belong to a union. So again, I'm, the subsidies for, you know, the, these sports stadiums and I, what comes to mind to me when I hear about these things are the bread and circuses of the old Roman empire. And what's interesting about that, it wasn't taxpayers. It was the rich people of the Roman empire themselves who paid for it to keep the masses happy. And of course the masses then voted them for consul or whatever, which did give them power in various guises. And, you know, this, this was its own cycle. And, you know, that there are different aspects of this. This is also like tax farming and other things that were going on. Uh, but what gets really tired as a taxpayer that the politicians, they're the ones who are there amassing the taxpayer funds and then showering it on favored projects like a sports stadium. Well, you know, why don't the sports fans and in particular the owners of the team pay for it their own damn selves? So skipping forward in the Empire Center press release on healthcare. New York's Medicaid home care program is a national outlier with higher per capita spending and employment than any other state and it's growing fast. Any labor shortages that persist in that context are a sign of deeper dysfunction that demands thoughtful reforms, not knee-jerk solutions, said Bill Hammond, Senior Fellow for Health Policy at the Empire Center. In the absence of other actions, the proposed mandatory wage hike for care aides is likely to aggravate labor shortages for hospitals and nursing homes and further drive up health care costs for taxpayers, employers, and average New Yorkers. I'm just going to, and that's the end of the press release bit, uh, for the Medicaid, and they're talking about home care program, and this is where one of the increases are coming from. New York's Medicaid expenditures in general are very high compared to other states. And I've made comments on this before with regards to Cuomo sending diseased people into the nursing homes. And of course, Medicaid pays for a lot of nursing home care, especially in New York state. And of course, you don't have to pay for the care of dead people. Anyway, I'm not happy with the New York state budget. I guess it'll probably get passed this week. Maybe. I don't know. It's Holy Week. Maybe Albany is out this week. We'll see. Of course, uh, the tax day isn't Friday. 
this week, though it normally would be. That would be April 15th. That's Good Friday on Friday. Uh, so many of us Catholics will be going not to Mass, but to a, a Good Friday service, which is a lot of different things uh, happen in that service on Friday, but not taxes. I'm waiting until Easter Monday, until that April the 18th, the tax man Caesar can get what is his on the day it is owed. It's going to get that postmark on the day that it's required. <laughs> so that's been stump, death and taxes, and that's been taxes for today. And the end of the DS era, and I think I do have this closing out at the end of this. Pia Jesu Domine, Donai Eis Requiem, Amen. Lord, all pitying Jesus blessed, grant them thine eternal rest. Amen. See you all next week.